Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Whatever the only news source that provides anything and everything anime and manga related. And we don't bore you. We get into it. Let's do it. Okay, people, before we get started, if you would hit that subscribe button and hit that bell to get notified, we drop new episodes of Forever News every Saturday, 12 p.m. EST, and throughout the week, we re-upload those segments into smaller bits for your viewing pleasure. What are you waiting for? Let's get into the news, shall we? And first story on the docket, we got a little bit of Attack on Titan news in particular regarding Hajime Isayama, the creator of Attack on Titan, and him basically waving the white flag, so to speak, telling fans, yo, dog, chill. Chill, chill, because in case you don't know, a lot of people following the end of the Attack on Titan manga were very upset. A lot of people did not like that ending at all. I was somewhat disappointed with the ending, but not to the extent of some of these fans, because apparently they've been very brutal when it comes to the ending of Attack on Titan and directing that energy straight away to Hajime Isayama, the author, and he recently had a message basically trying to tell fans, yo, chill. Probably because he's a little bit skeptical because I I believe he's supposed to be making an in-person appearance here soon over here in the West. And just in general, he's probably a little bit, which rightfully so, a little bit intimidated by. There are some loudmouth, very vocal people that are upset with the ending of Attack on Titan. Now, granted, that's not everyone. There's a lot of people that are probably watching right now like, upset about what? The ending of Attack on Titan was great. And by all means, everyone's entitled to their opinion. But yeah, it has Hajime Isayama definitely a little bit worried at the very least because he came out and said the following. To the fans of Attack on Titan's manga and anime, Attack on Titan was heavily influenced by Hollywood movies, TV shows, and American culture, so I am excited to meet fans from the places where I've always dreamed of going. I'm aware that the ending of Attack on Titan was quite controversial. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll stick with quite controversial. I'm open to receiving people's honest opinion. However, I would appreciate it if you would be kind to me. I am both hopeful and anxious about coming to Anime NYC, but I am certainly looking forward to it. So he's definitely heard some of the noise that has been made, especially here in the West regarding the ending of Attack on Titan. But I got to add in this disclaimer, right? There's a somewhat small possibility, probability that the Attack on Titan anime might remedy some of the situation of what happened with the end of the manga. Now, granted, it could be verbatim. It could be straight up a one-to-one adaptation, so to speak, for the ending of Attack on Titan. And of course, there's people that say, well, I'm a manga reader only, or I only care about the manga. Why would I care whatever the anime does? And by all means, hey, that that's your prerogative to feel. But nevertheless, there's a possibility that the ending of Attack on Titan's anime might make you feel a little bit better. And just in general, regardless of what, the author of Attack on Titan, Hajime Isayama, gave us years upon years of entertainment. Dog, like, yo, from 2012, I think, or late 2011, 2012, somewhere around there, I started reading Attack on Titan. Then the anime came i believe about like 2013 ish and absolutely exploded everywhere and and it was years upon years of enjoying what this guy was bringing forth so in terms of like being disrespectful i think that that would be way out of line like if you see hajime sayama in new york at anime nyc at the very least you know you could ask a question like what made you decide to go that route how do you feel about the backlash things like that but if you're going there to straight up say yo dog isayama you're mid i think 
think you're mid. <laughs> and I think you're a bit disrespectful and out of line. So yeah, Hajime Isayama, before he even gets here, before he lands on shore over here in the West, he's basically saying, chill guys, I come in peace. I made that ending. I know, I know a lot of y'all like it, but don't hurt me, please. And it's quite sad that authors have to come out and say things like that. Now granted, you can throw the argument, yo dog, you made that ending. Now you gotta live with it. But at the same time, fans in 2022 have been, you know, a little bit out of line, so to speak. Again, I've expressed my frustrations, but never to the point of disrespecting Isayama and saying like, he's a terrible artist, a terrible writer. Oh my God, throw Attack on Titan in the trash. Just the word. Like, no, it may have an ending that you don't agree with, but it brought so many incredible moments. It revitalized the anime and manga industry to a certain degree. It gave Kodansha its biggest boost that it's seen in, I don't know when, if probably not the biggest boost ever that Kodansha has had over here in the West. Like, Attack on Titan was so freaking incredible. Like, you cannot deny whenever you hear that first opening, you don't get freaking crazy. So just be respectful to the guy. He's clearly a little anxious about this whole situation, worried about what people are going to say. So if you happen to meet Isayama, try and be a little respectful. Dog is clearly a little bit, you know, nervous about the occasion, so to speak. And either way, yeah. Hajime Isayama coming to Anime NYC, he doesn't want you to be, you know, disrespectful and mean to him. <laughs> Seriously, don't, don't, don't make us look bad out here, fam. Just be nice. Next up, One Piece Film Red news regarding the West in particular. In case you don't know, it was last week that One Piece Film Red debuted over here in North America. And yeah, it was to a massive success. I was very excited when I first heard what was happening with the success over the weekend because I was like, it's a one piece movie they don't do super fantastic over here in the west hopefully it does decent enough so that they could carry on and i mean in the past one piece movies haven't done that well i'll give you an example for starters film gold didn't in its entire run over here in the west make even half a million dollars i believe it capped off at like 400 and something thousand dollars then the following film stampede in its entire run did about 1.2 million dollars in its entire run so film red i was a little bit skeptical i was like uh, there's a back and forth on it you could go check my review out on my main channel if you'd like i give a spoiler free and i dive into spoilers after a certain warning in the video to give you a breakdown of exactly everything i felt about that film but there was you know mixed criticisms about it there was like one hand hey oh my god there's a lot of singing is shanks gonna be in the film enough because you know film red and shanks is a big part of the movie with uta and all that stuff so there was a lot of skepticisms but at the same time i'm thinking to myself yo dog the last two years a lot of new one piece fans were created especially at the height of pandemic where everybody was locked in the crib and shit i'm like you know, there's, there's a lot of One Piece fans, new anime and manga fans in general were born over, you know, this whole breakup where everybody could just sit there and binge a million episodes, a million chapters of anything or whatnot. So I do believe that there was a lot of One Piece fans that were created. Also, we just recently spoke last couple weeks that there was a lot of heavy promo coming into One Piece Film Red. They lit up New York City's Times Square with billboards all over the place of One Piece Film Red for one of the recent anime festivals festivals or whatnot so there's been a lot of stuff going on in terms of promoting one piece film red even on top of all of that we know that there's been a deal that they've had with spotify which i could imagine probably helped to pay for those billboards or whatever and also makes sense as to this movie being very music themed it seems like there was a deal in place early on in its inception in order to make it all come about so i also know that there's a lot more promotion in this movie opposed to some of the previous ones even with dragon ball superhero one of the things that it had going for it is that it had new marketing and new promo behind it it was in like double the amount of theaters as broly so even if some fans were off put by it because of the aggressive marketing it actually topped broly over here in the west with the dragon ball superhero film so film red i had some anticipations and expectations of like it's going to do at the very least more than what stampede did but fam one piece came out swinging with its opening weekend being bigger than the entire run of any one piece film over here in the west opening weekend alone let's check this out one piece film red earns us 9.3 million dollars to rank number two in the u.s open 
opening weekend. The One Piece Film Red anime film earned a total of US $9,323,267 in its first three days in the United States to rank number two overall in the US box office for the weekend. It is below the US $18,271,625 gross for Black Adam's second weekend which yo black adam regardless of whatever people are saying about it is huge so i'm not mad at losing to black adam even if it is its second weekend because it's freaking black adam the film's revised combined opening day total was us 4.8 million in 2300 theaters the opening day tally includes the thursday preview screenings which is where i went with my whole family and we watched it and that earned 1.696 million dollars the opening day numbers narrowly beat out Black Adam to rank number one for Friday earnings only. So, hey, on Friday, we beat out Black Adam when we were number one. Gotta get your number one somewhere, right? Comparatively, Crunchyroll's release of Dragon Ball Super Superhero earned a combined opening day total of 10,745,003,000 locations. So, this film opened up to 2,300 theaters. This one opened up to 3,000. That's 700 more theaters. And the film uh, Dragon Ball Superhero earned 20.1 million in its opening weekend. So we did a little less than half of what Dragon Ball Superhero did with One Piece Film Red. Also, comparatively, the previous One Piece Film Stampede opened in the U.S. as an event screening in 2019 and earned a total of $1.3 million. So that's a very big difference. Crunchyroll released One Piece Film Red in the United States and Canada on Friday and in Australia and New Zealand on Thursday. G-Kids, Honesty, and Variety Magazine's Animation Film Festival hosted the English Dubs World Premiere on October 22nd and it's doing very well in Japan still but kind of a little loquito to say the least that One Piece Film Red did 9.3 million opening weekend when the previous films were doing nothing close it did damn near 10 times what the previous films would do that's a massive success and again I gotta state that I believe truly and wholeheartedly One Piece in the West is at its peak of popularity it's ever been none of the films have come close to this you see online one Piece fans are stronger than ever every week it's a battle zone even over on my main channel when I do the polls for like what's the biggest chapter best chapter of the week One Piece wins every freaking time One Piece has really taken over it's Kind of crazy to think. Granted, again, it was half of Dragon Ball, but to go from like $1 million to damn near $10 million opening weekend, or in its entire run for that matter, is still mind-boggling. Major wins. We go. We are. One piece. Yeah. Okay, so next up, I was a little bit skeptical, confused, whatever you want to call it, regarding this piece of news in particular, because I was under the impression when I first heard about this release with My Hero Academia, I thought we was all getting it. In fact, I've been looking around like, yo, when we gonna get that game again or whatnot like what's happening here but apparently it seems like maybe it was in some sort of limbo and not necessarily completely immediately coming over here because according to this it says k-lab obtains rights to my hero academia online games for release worldwide outside of china it says game developer k-labs announced on monday that it has acquired the rights to make my hero academia online games for release worldwide outside of mainland china and i'm wondering if this includes the my hero academia like fortnite game what is it my hero academia rumble like is that a part of the deal or is this just that they're going to be able to make their own games as well like shout outs to k-lab because k-lab are the ones behind bleach brave souls one of the best if not the best gotcha games of any anime ip i've seen like bleach brave souls still to this day 2022 my favorite gotcha game of all time period like it's phenomenal so if they make something even remotely close to that with My Hero Academia, that will be fire. The company is planning to develop several online games that players in the franchise fans all over the world can play. K-Lab is, of course, known for games such as Love Live, School Idol Festival, Bleach Brave Souls, I told you, and Captain Tsubasa Dream Team. And yeah, I guess I'm just a little bit skeptical on, like, so I guess they have also licensed it. Like, it's not only exclusive to that Rumble game. I thought it was just going to be, like, they got the rights to that Rumble game and they were holding it over in China. So, a little bit confusion there, but yeah, 
yeah, it seems as though My Hero Academia is going to get more games via K-Lab, and I hope K-Lab does it right, because K-Lab has handled Bleach Brave Souls phenomenally, especially considering the fact that Bleach didn't have a lot of things to promote it. Pretty much that game held Bleach down for years upon years. Once the manga ended, there was no anime, there was no films, there was no other games, there was really not much for Bleach except Brave Souls, so always gotta give a salute to K-Lab for holding it down for the Bleach IP while things were a little uncertain and it looks like now they're getting My Hero Academia. Hopefully they make a good game just as the same or in the ballpark as Bleach Brave Souls because that game was fire. Next up we have massive confirmation for a huge IP finally getting an anime. We heard whispers about it a few months back and I'm referring to dun, 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 Don Da Don. In case you ain't hear about Don Da Don, this manga is absolutely insane. The creator of Don Da Don was once upon a time an assistant to Tatsuki Fujimoto, author of Chainsaw Man and some of that Chainsaw Man insanity rubbed off on him because Don Da Don is a huge insanely wild ride. Very successful manga at that so it's only a matter of time I was thinking like yo they're, they're gonna bring that Don to Don anime eventually and then it was I want to say maybe a month or two back where we were seeing whispers and rumors that Studio Mappa and it was legit followed the author of Don to Don so a lot of people are like whoa is that confirmation that that's where it's going but according to this Don to Don by Yuki Nobutatsu is getting a TV anime and i'm guessing probably late next year is when it'll arrive there's a lot of things on the horizon dog we got Marshall, undead on luck a lot of things waiting in the wings a whole bunch of demon slayer season three jujutsu kaisen season two there's a lot of things and i know they want to give this one the spotlight so to speak because if you cram this one in let's just say with like chainsaw man core two or season two probably Chainsaw Man's gonna steal a lot of the thunder. So ideally you wanna put something wacky and raunchy like Don the Don by itself throw the argument okay maybe like if it ran with Demon Slayer it still wouldn't get outshined just because Don the Don has a certain edge to it that is not going to be completely devoured by any other series except something that is in the same ballpark so probably I'm going to assume this Don the Don anime is going to come later on in 2023 better not be 2024 that'd be absolutely ridiculous like why announce it now also the manga is pretty deep so yeah I'm gonna guess no later than fall of 2023 i could totally be off on that but either way and if it's studio mappa which i believe or was it a1 i feel like it could have been a1 too but i'm almost certain it's studio mappa either way whoever the hell it was we know we're getting a decent studio and i hope they do it up because don the don is freaking fire i haven't read it in a little bit i fell behind or whatever but everything that i read of don the don so far told me that yo this is quite gas to say the least this is going to be a hit and yeah confirmed getting a tv anime adaptation let's go don the don for the win next up we got a couple of pieces of bleach news in particular regarding taite kubo and the bleach styles in your blood war for starters it says a bleach styles in your blood war arc poster illustrated by taite kubo himself will be included in next week's issue of weekly shonen jump issue number 51 which they've been doing a lot of those like posters and promotional things kind of just to keep people going which i don't know how it's doing over there in japan but i know 100 over here in the west a lot of people are really hype and in tune with bleach styles and your blood war so i think for the most part over here in the west at the very least it is a massive success i don't know what it's looking like over there in japan i haven't seen it in like the top 10 anime rankings or anything like that so i'm not sure what the viewership is looking like also considering the fact that it's on certain streaming services and deals you know outside of the u.s is on disney plus but then over here it's on hulu so we probably can't get for sure all of the numbers but i'm gonna say that it's a hit over here in the west just because i'm seeing way too much people loving and enjoying bleach the styles in your blood war but we also got a little bit more insight it says here a new taite kubo interview with the anime staff will also be published in next week's issue of weekly shonen jump again issue number 51 so we will be having a kubo interview for you and next episode of forever news i will break it down see what's good what's on good old kubo's mind but yeah i mean it's pretty much seemingly a big success episode five alone was one of the best episodes of or one of the most action-packed at that episodes of bleach it looks great the music is great the art is great the animation's dope like 
yeah I, i'm pretty sure it's a big success but i could be off on that let me know what you think do you think that bleach is living up to the expectations with this thousand year blood war also any expectations for this taite kuo interview anything you want him to spill the beans on so to speak or speak on just in general i know some people including myself have had a couple of issues with some of the pacing but for the most part they're just kicking major tail and this is one of studio Piro's best outings so to speak with an anime adaptation so gotta clap it up for Piro when they get them right and Bleach is thousand of blood wars going insane and can't wait for this Kubo interview see what the man himself has to say dude it's like a rock star over there and jump like there's wholesome authors there's smart authors then we got like rock stars like Taichi Kubo he's a rock star next up we got a bunch of Black Clover related news for starters we got some Black Clover anime movie news incoming according to this it says Black Clover's movie will be publishing its latest information next week in weekly Shonen Jump issue number 51 so hopefully we get more of an idea idea on what this whole thing is going to be about considering we're not that far off we're already in november the movie comes out in march on netflix and stuff like that we only got a few months away so i would like to definitely know more about what this film is going to be about other than okay we know king conrad is going to be in there we know it's going to be on netflix and it's going to have some of the main cast i would like a little bit more than what we've seen so far i'm just saying but either way it looks like we're going to get a little bit more news in there then we got some unfortunate news for black clover it appears black clover will be going on a sudden break this week in weekly shonen jump issue number 50 adding its upcoming break next week the series will be absent for two weeks until weekly shonen jump issue number 52 so pretty much there was already a scheduled break for black clover and on top of that i believe there was somewhere else that confirmed that tabata got sick which everybody's been getting sick over and over again not only there in japan i keep on getting sick and better my family people i know friends in different places like yeah so i'd imagine between his daughter getting better coming back home probably Tabata's ill and honestly it's perfect for him to take that week and then he got the next week get a little bit of rest and you know just relax and shit like that like the man has been going through a lot so yeah a couple of weeks without Black Clover it is what it is it's on fire right now I'm not mad I know he's gonna come back with a grand slam return and considering we're in the final act anyway let's just enjoy it for what it's worth but yeah new movie news incoming for Black Clover and we also have a sudden break for two weeks for Black Clover's manga but I got more because I got a whole big piece of Tabata's mind so to speak the creator of Black Clover Yuki Tabata in one of the recent volumes he spoke about a wide variety of different things we're gonna read everything Tabata had to say because yeah the man had a lot to say translation volume 33 afterward from Tabata sensei while I've been busy my daughter turned three years old I was surprised at how big a three-year-old is. My powerless arms can only float her in the air playing Anpanman for a short run around. Anpanman is a Japanese children's superhero cartoon and the character flies around in it. Now when my daughter shouts, Papa-chan, Horse-chan, I must run there and put her on my back with a knee. Get it like, <laughs> The other day, my daughter was down with a cold and got hospitalized for a week. It was very lonely without her at home. I nearly cried when I saw her in good health at the hospital. Well, I actually cried. Now she's back safe and sound running around. When I got contacted that my manga got a reprint, we were shouting, Reprint! Reprint! Together with my wife dancing a mysterious dance. My beloved dog was going wild over it. Family is the best. Yo, that puts a tear to my eye. I ain't gonna lie. Like, shout out to Tabata. That's so dope. Him and his family celebrating while people are being absolute cretins and disgusting creatures online, you know, constantly talking about Black Clover sales. This man gets a reprint and he starts celebrating with his family in a sweet and innocent way. Like, I don't know. The internet sometimes gets me disgusted when you read shit like this. Like, yo, he's a wholesome dude, dog. Get off of his case. But then we got a lot more, so let's just read. Since there's room to spare, I'll tell you a bit about my story. If you're not interested, just skip it. As a nursery school child, I loved drawing Dragon Ball. Then I learned about Weekly Shonen Jump and about being a mangaka, and I thought, isn't that the greatest job? And so I decided to become a mangaka as my future dream. So how does one become a mangaka? Well, if you're good at drawing, you can make it, is what I used to think as a shallow boy, just drawing whatever I wanted to and getting into manga, mainly battle shonen. When I was in primary school, I used to look at the dots in the screen tones of manga, and I thought, what are these dots? Are they just drawing dots? What? It was very precise and there were so many of them if i become a mangaka will i be able to draw these easily and i used to think such idiotic things 
like that. I used to draw manga like drawings of Dragon Ball and Yu Yu Hakusho on paper with a pencil, taped and stapled these together, and made a Tunkoban like basically a paperback copy manga for his own little self satisfaction. I was a fairly fast runner in primary school, and when I entered middle school, I joined the track and field club. I was running around like an idiot, sweating like an idiot, taking a bath, and then eating the most delicious rice. One day at the department store, I came across a place that seemed to be the art material section for manga. I was like, what the? Do pros draw manga with this kind of stuff? Well, let's do it. And then I thought, art materials are expensive. And with that, I bought a starter set that included a book on how to draw manga and a set of simple drawing materials. At that time, digital drawing was not a thing. And then I was introduced to drawing with a G pen, a mapping pen, and dip pen. Eh, what? How do I draw this? Oh, no, 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 no. What's this for? This is so bad. How much do I add and subtract? There's no way I can draw well. Despair, huh? What is this? The screen tone? These dots, I need to apply these. Ah! As I despaired due to it being very difficult to draw with a dip pen, I asked myself once again, so how does one become a mangaka after all? I was frustrated. Then I learned that one should first draw their manga and then go to the editorial department of a magazine to submit a piece of work or enter for a manga award. I lived in Fukuoka, Prefecture and decided to submit my work for the monthly weekly Shonen Jump Manga Award. I can't draw hyper well with a dip pen, but I guess I'll just get used to it if I keep drawing. What kind of stories are good? Something that people are moved by emotionally. And like that, I didn't know what I was doing, but I kept drawing at a leisurely pace while living my middle school life. Despite liking fantasy battle manga, I took half a year to draw 31 pages of a strange youth manga, and then I said, hey, 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 isn't this taking too long? I spent a lot of time on the faces on page one, yet the latest pages look a bit different, but it does look better. No, no, just no. I will, this month, for sure, submit this, I decided, the day before the deadline, but then I despaired again and thought, well, I just can't make it in time, but I really wanted to submit it, so for the first time in my life, I stayed up all night, somehow finished it, stopped by the post office before going to school in the morning, submitted it, and then went to school. I was really excited as I was waiting for the results and opened the jump announcements page, but then nothing came for my second year of middle school, grade 8 age 13 through 14 submission i felt very sad i had no idea what was wrong with what i had worked on for half a year and felt lonely without any acknowledgement i mean i was like i don't even know if the manuscript was delivered and read i don't know is how i felt at that point well i had no choice but to draw so i spent another half a year or so drawing a fantasy manga and submitted it again for the monthly jump award at which point i was in my third year of middle school grade nine this time i was one step away from being a finalist well at least they did read it well i don't know but i need to draw more and with that mindset onwards i was awarded a special jury prize for the fantasy battle manga i submitted in my first year of high school grade 10 age 15 to 16. Well, I suppose it's a good thing I sent my submission, but what's going to happen now? Then I received a call from the editorial department of Jump from the person who was going to become my first editor. So I received a special award at the monthly Jump Awards and was assigned an editor for the first time, but I was a first year high school student and had no idea what to expect. Without knowing the slightest thing, we exchanged a few phone calls and decided to draw a storyboard and send it to the editor, Tison. Without drawing a manuscript, they can just look at the storyboard, I happily thought. I merely submitted a lazy but dark storyboard about a demon who has amnesia. Tison said, what? Is this really the kind of story you would like to draw? I thought you wanted to draw more shonen-like meant for boys stories and I believe that's what you're better suited for. I felt a bit lost and just said sure. Then at some point Tison gave me a phone call and said he'd be transferred to another department and would be replaced by his K. Ohai junior colleague Isan. My first ever editor left in a flash and we've never even met. I had no idea what was going to happen. While not knowing what to expect, I was waiting for a phone call from my second editor, Isan. But no matter how long I waited while living my high school life, I never received a phone call from Isan. Oi, oi, oi. T-san used to contact me once a month, but now it's been half a year. What is the meaning of this? I thought without knowing anything. Since I was not sure what was going on, I decided to submit a manuscript to Jump's monthly competition again. I drew a shonen fantasy battle manga again in a lazy way and submitted it when I was a third year high school student. In the meantime, Isan still didn't contact me. I don't get anything at all anymore. This is bad, I thought. However, I wanted to become a manga artist and so didn't pursue higher education and didn't want to do another job. All I knew was I was in trouble. After graduating from high school, I became a freelancer. While doing a part-time job at Motorwear Service Area, I met a friend from my junior high school track and field club and we started hanging out together. We played a lot of card games and Momotaro Densetsu together all night long. 
It was a somewhat dark period of my life, but I felt like I was in my youth again. In the meantime, I continued to draw fantasy battle manga manuscripts, and I submitted a manuscript at the age of 18 or 19 to Jump's monthly award again. I was really surprised when I received a phone call from the editorial department saying I got an editor. I was so happy, but I just mumbled something like, I'm very glad, but a bit confused. I think Isan might be in charge of being my editor. After a while, the person who called me said, I checked again, and I'm in charge of being your editor now. Looking forward to working with you. I don't really understand what's happening. Happening, but I changed editors again, apparently. This was W-San, who sometimes appears in my author comments in the contents page of Jump. W-San is a lively man who talks a lot, and me, known to my friends as Taba who talks a lot, had to keep up with him. We exchanged phone calls with W-San, and I faxed my storyboards to him. Now it's all done online, social media in Japan, or email. Eventually, I created a manuscript and submitted it to the Tezuka and Akatsuka Awards. At the age of 19, I received an honorable mention from the Tezuka Award. When I was younger, I used to play basketball with my friends till the evening on the outdoor basketball court in the vicinity of the industrial park. One day I got incredibly sunburnt midsummer, and the next day I went to attend the Tezuka Akatsuka Award Party to Tokyo. Since it was embarrassing, I took pictures of myself when it was pitch dark. It was then that I met W-San for the first time. He was tall and athletic. It seemed like he played way more basketball than I did. After that, I prepared a storyboard for a special issue of Jump that was meant for newcomers. And the story was accepted for publication. I was thinking, huh? Somehow it's going too well. And I know that was lengthy as hell, but that is fascinating that Yuki Tabata, author of Black Clover, ran for a while without an editor. And then he had to resubmit again. It was almost as if like he got lost or dropped in the shuffle of things and pretty much had to resubmit all over again, which is kind of crazy, man. Tabata's been through some stuff, though. Shout outs to Tabata either way with his wholesome life and his incredible journey to get to where he's at right now yeah Yuki Tabata for the win and just quickly as I said Black Clover again will be on a sudden break however Black Clover and Jujutsu Kaisen will both be on break next week in weekly Shonen Jump issue number 51 however Jujutsu Kaisen will be resuming in issue 52 although I believe again Black Clover was scheduled to go on break there so Jujutsu Kaisen will just be taking one week Black Clover two weeks Boruto Naruto next generations fans we've got some updates here that apparently we're going to be getting some major news regarding the series as a whole not just the latest arc as we spoke about in last week's episode of forever news about you know boruto and sasuke going the whole hawk journey and everything like that's cool and all but we're actually going to be getting series information it says here studio piro manufacturers booth at jump fest 2022 lists new series information for boruto to be revealed at the event as well as a naruto 20th anniversary photo location corner now the naruto photo location corner as cool as you know as whatever is a, lo- a photo thing but on the little pamphlet it says here that there's going to be bleach millennium blood battle production materials on display is that some sort of like puzzle game or i don't know what the hell millennium blood battle is then we got an exhibition of production materials for the movie black clover sword of the magic emperor so we're going to be getting stuff on that then we'll have naruto anime's 20th anniversary photo location corner and then boruto naruto next generation's new series information what is this new series information going to be is it just going to be again more on the future of the anime please for the love of god i mean anyway it's saying new series information so they better not recap us to death that's all i'm saying i don't want no recaps on naruto i don't want to recap a boruto i don't care for any of that stuff i want new series information for the love of god please let it be that they're going to be doing a movie or they're going to let the anime go ahead with the time skip something really hype and really awesome because yeah we, we down in the dumps right now we we down horrendous when it comes to the boruto ip so hopefully they yeah get it together because i want some new series information and i want it to be something good something to look forward to other than oh yeah the sasuke spinoff dog yeah like sasuke spinoff is dominating top three still top three most read manga right now let's get something good for boruto because as it stands right now boruto is the main canonical continuation of the story of the naruto verse and whatnot Let's get something good. I don't know, a film, something something worthwhile. You know what I'm saying? Next up, very interesting update regarding the success of the Spy Family anime. In case you don't know, Spy Family anime has been a major, major hit. 
the manga for crying out loud has seen a tremendous growth following the anime's broadcast but it says here tv tokyo president said spy family's second half was the highest rated tv program for july's quarter journalist tadashi sudo shared portions of his recent interview with the president of tv tokyo on twitter that revealed spy family continues to pull in high audience ratings and its second part was best among all programs on all stations for the july 2022 season note that july quarter ends on october 2nd therefore the anime's second part premiere on october 1st belongs oh, okay because i was wondering like wasn't there a break in between the seasons or whatever but basically the premiere of spy family destroyed everything that came before it over those three months that is freaking nuts interestingly while the show's average audience average rating is 1.8 percent viewers who record the show and view it later referred to as the time shift audience is much higher pseudo noted that this means the anime's current time slot is not ideal since the ratings jumped to 5.8 percent for later viewers the second half's premiere episode garnered a six percent time shift audience rating a record high for tv tokyo the premiere Mirror's live viewer audience rating was 3.6%, so they probably need to switch it to a different time slot, but that's nuts that the premiere, October 1st premiere of Spy Family was the biggest thing in the last three months of that on any TV network anywhere. Like, do you understand what that means? It beat out any live action. It beat everything over there in Japan for those three months, and it was just that one episode that, that closed off the July broadcast schedule of, you know, July, August, September, October over like wow shout out to spy family and again that's why they're gonna keep on moving with it it sells incredibly the anime is doing very well it's a smash hit demon slayer fans demon slayer fans in particular of the video game demon slayer kimetsu no yaiba hinokami chronicles a lot of people for a minute now been like yo who's that last dlc character in fact my kids are gonna be very happy to know because we all play demon slayer hinokami chronicles together that that last character is indeed gonna be Gyotaro, the brother of Daki from Demon Slayer Season 2. And we got a little article promotional here just showcasing what he looks like. I hope he plays good because considering he's the last one of this Season 1 pass. And I don't know if they're going to continue to support this game with DLC moving forward. Or they're going to release a Hinokami Chronicles 2. I really would like a Hinokami Chronicles 2. And ideally be able to play some of the levels and stages of like, hey, you know, everything that happened in Season 2 and stuff like that. Like... I would ideally like to play some of that stuff so and especially we got season 3 incoming so I don't know again if they're gonna just keep on supporting it with new characters of DLC or Cyber Connect 2 is gonna be like yeah we're gonna just go with another Demon Slayer game or they could very well again be going with Hinokami Chronicles DLC to the end of time because that whole rumored Boruto Naruto game that they're supposed to be supposedly anyway according to rumors coming with they might be like yo we could just keep on making Demon Slayer DLC for this we don't got to make another game and then boom we got a naruto game a brand new one with all of the stuff that people love from the boruto anime from 2021 like they could have all of that content ishiki the freaking kara group like they have a whole bunch of content so maybe that's what they're planning and again considering they're calling it the season one pass i wouldn't be surprised if oh the season three of the anime is out yeah just dlc it to that game and it's kind of a gift and a curse because there's some kinks that need to be worked out with hinokami chronicles for the fact that i hate that i'm playing with my family in 60 frames i go online and it looks crackly in 30 frames per second i would love a fix for that i want to play 60 frames online as well it's very janky and annoying to transition from you know verses in the house to online that would that would be nice to get fixed or a demon say hinokami chronicles 2 whatever I'm, I'm fine with whatever they go but yeah the final character Gyotaro. hopefully he plays very interesting because yeah those dlc characters sometimes really revitalize the game like i've been playing hinokami chronicles again a lot more after buying the dlc with tengen and you know all of the characters from the from the brothel arc and all that stuff like it's been a fun time trigun fans or disappointed fans i guess you would say depending on how you feel about the upcoming trigun anime in case you don't know there's a new trigun anime coming by studio orange that is going to be a blend of mainly 3d with like it looks like they have 2d blended in there but it's really a 3d anime some people are disappointed some people are upset about it personally i think it looks kind of cool and i'm starting to soften up to the idea
idea of the inevitable 3D because that's legit inevitable of where the industry is going. And it looks high for the most part, but apparently if you're really eager to see Trigun's premiere, uh, it's going to be coming out a bit early. It says here, Trigun Stampede Episode 1 to premiere at Special Anime NYC panel. There's a lot going on at Anime NYC next week, and you're definitely going to want to be front and center for this one if you're a fan of Yasuhiro Naito's Trigun. Some of the folks from Studio Orange, the production company behind the upcoming Trigun Stampede anime, were previously announced as special guests, and they'll be officially bringing Episode 1's world premiere along with them. The special Trigun Stampede panel will be held on Friday, November 18th at Anime NYC, and chief producer Waki Kiyotaka and producer Yoshihiro Watanabe of Studio Orange in attendance. Beyond the special panel and screening, both Waki Kiyotaka and Yoshihiro Watanabe will be available for signings on both Friday and Saturday. Anime NYC will be held November 18th through the 20th at the Javits Center in New York City. And I am going to lie, I, I'm not going to go to NYC for that, no. <laughs> like, if I ain't go for a chainsaw, man, I'm not going for Trigun's 3D thing, but I am going to be watching this. Whenever episode one drops over here on streaming services, I will give it a watch and I will give it an honest critique a legit critique not everybody said that it looks like trash so that's my opinion because a lot of people do that everybody said that I ain't trying to deal with the mob boom I'm gonna say that it looks like no 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 we don't do that over here so go subscribe to my main channel when Trigun comes out I'll give you guys an honest if it sucks I'll tell you it sucks. If it's good, I'll tell you it's good. Bottom line. And while we're on the topic of 3D CGI, this is one that I don't think I'll be checking out because we got a first legit trailer for the upcoming The First Slam Dunk movie. And I'm not even going to lie. The trailer it just doesn't look that good. I'm going to be honest with you. Trigun, it worked well. This Slam Dunk thing that Toei is doing with this 3D shit. It looks like they got real happy that Dragon Ball Super Heroes film did decent enough that they they were like let's also try and the slam dunk movie just looks bad like this 3d like i might maybe out of morbid curiosity give one episode a watch but more than likely i can if anything i'll, I'll go watch the old toei anime and even that animation doesn't really hold up but i'll probably watch the old toei tv anime opposed to watching this film it just doesn't work 3d cg doesn't work with everything and in particular the style they chose for this one just looks shit I'll be honest with you it looks bad fans of that time i got reincarnated as a slime apparently we're getting another season for it. it says here that time i got reincarnated as a slime tv anime gets third season there's still two weeks to go into the premiere of that time i got reincarnated as a slime the movie scarlet bond in japan yet it's already been confirmed that more adventures with rimaru and the tempest federation await in the aftermath now that a third season of the hit tv anime is officially in the works the announcement was made at an advanced screening of the upcoming anime film which included the unveiling of an epic teaser visual uh, the visual looks cool for the most part it looks all right and yeah i'll be honest with you i tried to get into the slime series i think i saw like two episodes where he actually first gets what was it he gets stabbed and then turned into a slime and there's like a giant what is it, a sea creature i can't remember it was a few months back or whatnot and it wasn't the greatest for me personally i am gonna give it another shot to see if i can get into it but it also feels like to a certain degree and correct me if i'm wrong on this for people that are massive fans of the isekai genre has the slime series overtaken SAO as like the big dog of isekai I feel like I hear more about the slime series than I hear about Sword Art Online anymore nowadays like let me know am I off on that or has that time I got reincarnated as a slime become the new face of isekai now that Sword Art Online been going for 10 years plus quickly wanted to give you guys this news because I've been talking about this manga in the author comments forever but apparently we got it official that Ranger Rejects getting an anime Sentai Dai Shikaku by Gotobun no Hanyome creator Negi Haruba is getting an anime adaptation judging from a recent web domain English titled Go Go Loser Ranger. I love that. I prefer that over Ranger Reject. Let's go. Go Go Loser Ranger. That would be fire. And I think if they position this thing right and they get all of the old heads that used to watch Power Rangers and see this flip and new take on all of that stuff, I think that this this could go. I'm just keeping it real. If they position this right and they reach the right 
audience. I have cousins that used to love Power Rangers. If they saw something like this that's actually like taking a jab and at the same time having fun with Power Rangers, I think that this could go. I'm going to just keep it real. But either way, that's very exciting news. Let's start it off with Eden Zero's Hiromashima. It's sad not having Diano Ace in the magazine anymore. Thanks for 16 years of greatness. In case you don't know, the creator of Ace of Diamond recently stopped the manga, mainly due to he was having some mental health issues and he didn't want it to affect the manga. So he ultimately, um, I don't know if you would say abruptly, but he definitely ended Ace of Diamond for now and said if he did return, it probably wouldn't be in the weekly capacity of like weekly releases or whatnot. But shout outs to him and shout outs for Hiro starting off the author comments that way. Then we got Ken Wakui, author of Tokyo Revengers. The first thing I'm going to do when the series ends is go on a diet and exercise. I want to lose some weight and gain some muscle. That's what's up. That's a very positive mindset, no doubt. Then we got Egoya, the editor of Blue Lock or maybe a new editor of Blue Lock. The egoist anime Blue Lock has egotistically started airing. Whatever the heck they're trying to do there. I, I feel like there's some sort of joker pun and I'm just not catching it. Then we got Fortnite of the Apocalypse's Nakaba Suzuki. I've given up on PS5. Now to begin the wait for PS6. Yeah. PS5 was somewhat disappointing to be honest with you. One of... Damn, I would argue probably one of the most disappointing Sony consoles in recent times. Just like, eh, I don't know. Then we got Kei Urana, author of Gachi Akuta. I want to do a live event. Keep on pushing, and if your thing gets big enough, you might be able to. Time will tell, I guess. We got, I haven't reported on this author in a while. Kanan-sama's Nonko. I've obtained an addiction to grapes that will cause my body to self-destruct if I don't get them. What the hell? Yo, imagine going to like Dr. Phil. I'm I'm addicted to grapes, man. <laughs> then we got Negi Haruba, author of Ranger Reject. The series is up to volume 8. Even now, heading into volume 9. There's so much I want to draw that I can't help but be excited. Love to hear it. And then we got George Morikawa, author of Hajime no Ippo. It's over now. Manga of Peace. Thank you. Yo, dog. like 99% of the time, I never have a freaking clue what George Morikawa was talking about. I don't think Ippo's over. He could be referring to Ace of Diamond. Uh, yeah, all right. Sh shout outs to George Morikawa, whatever you're trying to say there, buddy. Then we got the weekly Shonen Jump author comments. Let's jump to Eichiro Oda, creator of One Piece. Take a close look at the color spread this week to see how much emotion is packed into the climax of the new movie. One hell of a way to promote the movie and... It's a great movie, to be honest. Then we got Gega Akutami, author of Jujutsu Kaisen. In volume 21, I fixed the incorrect scoring and also the part where I spoiled my own story. What? When did that happen? <laughs> Gega be way too deep into this. Then we got Yoshihiro Tagashi, author of Hunter Hunter. This is a staff member of Tane... Oh yeah, I forgot he retired on doing the author comments. Uh, this is staff member Tanehana. I will be managing the comments from this issue on. Boom! Boo! Boo! Tagashi, boo! <laughs> then we got Yuki Tabata with the Black Clover. I'm the fool who was coming home from the hospital in a taxi, realized I'd forgotten to pick up my medicine, and head right back in the taxi. It'd be like that sometimes, Tabata. I feel you. I've done shit like that before. We got My Hero Academia's Kohei Horikoshi. I'm so happy with how much my family enjoyed the collabo with Family Mart. Um, okay, okie dokie. <laughs> then we got to close it off Hajime Komodo, author of Martial Magic and Muscles. Tenryugawa Nankan is really funny. I look up to them so much. No clue who that is, but alrighty then. And yeah, people, those were the Weekly Shonen Jump and Weekly Shonen Magazine author comments. Always a treat. And let's close things off with the top 50 best selling manga of the week, courtesy of Joe's underscore K. And we start off with places 50 through 41. At the very least, in this issue, it doesn't look like Chainsaw Man is completely botting everything. So that's an interesting start. At number 49, we got Zatch Bell 2, Volume 1, with another 12,384, bringing its total before it more than likely leaves the top 50 to 143,000. Again, big, big ups to the author Makoto Raiku who brought back you know Zatch Bell and I'm sure like this is a pleasant surprise for them because 
this is their biggest hit and to come back with a second one and it still be selling very well shout outs to them then at 48 we got blue lock episode nagi volume 1 12,409 bringing his total to 57,000 blue lock blowing up um, I'm having trouble getting really deep into it as I'm watching the anime. It's a good anime, but I don't know. The character roster hasn't really sold me just yet. Then we got places 40 through 31. Uh, with number 38, we have Atelier of Witch Hat. I know I'm probably mispronounced. Atelier. Maybe I'm saying it right. Uh, 10 days, 32,387. I really want to get my hands on a volume or two because I just want to check it out and see. Like, that art just looks so freaking good. Then we got Returning to the top 50 i believe we missed it in last week's is ruri dragon volume one with 16,583 this week bringing its total in 27 days to 118,145 i wonder what brought it back interesting uh then i think we could actually close off this uh, 40 through 31 not much else that i'm familiar with then we got places 30 through 21 aha so this is where Chainsaw Man has been hiding. At number 28, 27, and 26, all Chainsaw Man with 19,900 some odd copies apiece, bringing all of them to 830,000 or better. We got at number 25, Miroko-chan, volume 8, doing 19,971, almost 50,000 in 10 days, not bad at all. Then 24 through 21, again, all Chainsaw Man, Chainsaw volume 8, 7, 6, 5, with about 20,000 to 22,000 apiece. Uh, God damn, though. Yo, Chainsaw Man really taking them backlog, uh, back catalog sales through, huh? Then we got places 20 through 11. More Chainsaw Man at 19, volume 4. Selling 23.9, almost 24,000 for that one. Then we got 16 through 15. Again, Chainsaw Man with 25,000 apiece, bringing each of them over the 1 million mark. Uh, then, oh, we got some Kindaichi. Kindaichi at number 13 for Kindaichi Shonen no Jikenbo, 30th, volume 2. With 26,460 this week, bringing his total to 50,000. I've always wanted to get into the case files of Kendaichi. That series always, it looks like if you like Conan, you might like that one. Then we got Chainsaw Man Volume 1 at number 12 with 26,495, bringing his total to 1.15 million. And edging out the top 11, My Hero Academia Volume 36 with 29,612, bringing his total in 27 days to 605,892. My Hero still showcasing it. It's still winning, fam. <laughs> it's still winning. Then we got top 10, top 10, top 10. At number 10, we got Oshinoko, which it kind of just, I, I believe somebody told me this before, but it dawned on me again that the writer of Oshinoko is also the mangaka of Kaguya-sama Love is War. That's kind of dope. And in five days, 29,700, bringing his total to 106,583. Cool beans there. Then top five, we got number five, Blue Locks, latest volume 21, with 35,995 copies, bringing his total to 144,892. Not bad, in 14 days, a buck 50 almost. Then we got our number four, Kaguya-sama Love is War, Volume 27 in 12 days, a total of almost 150 with 44,000 this week. Yo, the author of uh, Kaguya, some double dip in there with Oshinoko and Kaguya. Okay, okay. Then we got for top three, Chainsaw Man rising up the ranks because it was falling down a bit. Uh, with Volume 12, 44,921, bringing his total to 426,671, which is very interesting because it started off with My Hero dominating Chainsaw Man, but Chainsaw Man is catching up. My Hero at 605, Chainsaw Man at 426. Ooh, gonna be interesting to see if Chainsaw Man with this big anime boom is gonna outdo the latest My Hero volume. We'll, we'll check back on that. Then we got a number two. I don't even know what this is. Kino Nani Tabeta. Which Tabeta means to eat, if I'm not mistaken. And Nani means what? So, what is Kino eating? Hey, my terrible translations. Uh, 53,010 days total, 118,000. And number one, Spy Family, volume 10. Again, I believe it's been number one already for like 27 days in a row. Like three, four weeks in a row. Uh, 80,000, bringing his total to 1.229 million copies. God damn it, Spy Family. Uh, bringing in the bacon, so to speak. 
yeah amazing stuff top 50 not a bad list at all that's all i have for this one though thanks for watching i'm for world and as always people have an awesome day and remember the golden rule anime and manga for life mate. have an awesome day peace and you guys just watched another episode of whatever have an awesome day lads subscribe and hit that bell to get more yeah I have a dream, alone in my room as I sit with the tea Couldn't possibly think what I often see And you don't even know how I often blink Lights be flashing, you're looking at me Such an odd, unique, yet I'm so unique And you're looking at me If the walls could talk, they would probably be bleak And I'd probably say, bitch, get the fuck off me